This episode contains sensitive topics. Discretion is advised. That didn't help. Welcome um, to the Lusty Lounge. Welcome back to an all-new episode of the Lusty Lounge podcast. Yup, that's how we're going to start off this year. Mm-hmm. And Pew, shut up. You ain't shut up. Uh, I am your host, Justin Alt, because I call it dibs this time. And uh, joining me this time, we have... Uh, our two usual guests and a, a special guest because we're going to start off the year with a special guest. Uh, co- normal co-host, please introduce yourself, starting with uh, Puce. What's up, everybody? And then Minka. Hello. And then special guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello. Hi, my name is Mrs. The Mummy. I'm a variety YouTuber streamer on Twitch. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Oh, Christ. This is going to be a rough episode. Oh, oh, man. No! I'm just, I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm really bad at doing introductions, though. No, that, that wasn't I'm really it. bad at that, My penis got tight. Oh. I'll just put you like that. <laughs> so. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, Because I'm a degenerate, and I've already done two episodes about this on my other show, I want to talk about VTubers and tubers and that that type of stuff today, because I've been wanting to talk about this for six months? Six months. Mm. Um, Are you a big fan of um, VTubers, Um, specifically? That's Matt, so... Any woman who will talk to him. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. (laughs) Not even directly to him, as long as they're talking in his general vicinity. So, it, it'd be like that. It'd be, it'd be like that sometimes, especially at work. But <laughs> recently, I've tried to like dip my toe into indies because corporate is getting stale. We gonna talk about that mm. later. Mm-hmm. But to to start properly, uh, how did you become a lewd tuber opposed to just a vanilla VTuber? Oh, okay. So this is pretty, this is, uh, I guess my origin story, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's, yeah, let's start in the beginning. Okay. So, um, originally I was a face cam streamer and I guess what one would call like a titty streamer, which is just, you know, a face cam streamer who has very large breasts. Right. And I guess uses their sexuality to attract a predominantly male audience one would say um and so i did it and i enjoyed it but i felt very uncomfortable i i have i actually suffer from hypersexuality um otherwise known as sex addiction so because i'm just naturally lewd because of that i'm like horny 24 7 usually it was very hard for me not to just be myself on stream you know and being myself on stream just meant being kind of flirty and flirtatious with people and just being just my bubbly normal self and so um but it they hyper focused you know on my body and they do things like that made me a little bit uncomfortable like um oh why don't you stand up and turn around let's see those you know let's see you jiggle let's you know things like that and that made me really uncomfortable. So I had a friend who was actually um, a VTuber. She kind of introduced me to it, or at least showed me that she was doing it. She didn't particularly like help me through the process, okay. but she at least explained to me what it was and that um, how she did it. Like, 
just showed me that this was an option, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I started looking into it and seeing all that it entailed. Um, I had two empty credit cards and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. And I just like, I slammed them down. I was like, we're not doing this anymore. I'm kind of tired of being hypersexualized on stream and it just makes me uncomfortable. I'm starting to feel very self-conscious about my appearance. There were times where, you know, I wouldn't go on stream without putting on makeup, getting ready. Spending, I was spending a lot of money on clothes, you know, just trying to always look my best on stream. And so I was like, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to change it up and just become a VTuber. And so I didn't really change my personality. Like, this is me. This is always me. Like, I'm I'm the same as I was as a face cam streamer. It's, it's not any different. So I was just like, okay, I'll just become a VTuber and then just be just like a horny VTuber. I didn't really know that the phrase, phrase LooTuber was even a thing until like a little while into it. Okay, that's real interesting. Well, it's interesting because I feel like most people are like, yeah, I'm tired of looking great. Well, not great. Putting on a front, not even putting on a front, but like hair, makeup, clothes. I'm tired of doing that all the time. So... VTuber. I feel like that's a common-ish thing for, for people with money. I'll, I'll say that because that shit is not cheap <laughs> at all. No, it's it's not cheap at all. Um, and again, I feel like especially I, I've spoken to a lot of women who do VTubing that just feel more comfortable being themselves behind a you know a visual persona. Maybe not a different, not per particularly like a. Um, personality shift but at least visually they look different you know yeah because at least at least if like sure my you know my vtuber model she's sexy she's supposed to be sexy she's supposed to be pretty she's supposed to give off kind of like a dummy mommy feel to her but like her people sexualizing her i sexualize her that's what she's meant to be she's supposed to be sexy and if you're like sexualizing my model that's fine. At least I don't feel... I feel like there's a wall there. There's protection. Yes. You know, like, you're sexualizing my model. You're not particularly sexualizing me. So, I don't... I, don't, I feel a little bit safer with at least that. Because I've met plenty of other female YouTubers that they're gorgeous. They're beautiful. They don't... It's not like they're hiding behind a model. They just feel more comfortable doing that. Because a lot of them have, like, fansly and OnlyFans and things like that, too. So, it's not like they're ashamed of showing their body. They just don't want to be sexualized while they're streaming. Valid. Anything from the peanut gallery? Y'all been awful quiet. <laughs> I was just enjoying the little story time. Yeah, I uh, honestly, this is the first time I've heard about lewd tubers, and I can easily imagine what it is, but I just hadn't. Heard oh, the Minka term gets before. to be the audience today. Yeah. Oh, okay. Would you like me to explain what a lewd tuber is, particular, like specifically? Sure. Okay, yeah, so for, for those who don't know what a LooTuber is, um, it's a VTuber. A VTuber is a visual representation of someone, usually in an anime style or a 3D style, um, and they move and they talk, and so it's a visual representation of the streamer, and a LooTuber is someone who does that, but is kind of, I always, I always joke around, I say that we ride the TOS line. You know, like we're a little bit more risque. We'll we'll flirt, we'll joke around, we'll make dirty jokes, we'll like unstream, we might moan or do things that are a little bit 
like considered we're like a little bit more sexualized and so a lot of the time lootubers will have like lots of not safe for work art with other lootubers or other um even just people who who watch their streams who don't particularly stream themselves but th they'll get like artwork done of them and sometimes they um they will sometimes like go into like voice acting of like um not safe for work audios as well anything it's basically i'd say it's basically like the adult film industry for vtubing okay. i was gonna say it's kind of like taking anime and then saying oh here's hentai Ex uh, that's a perfect way to say it or at least etchy because we can't particularly if, if you're streaming on twitch or you're streaming on youtube you can't particularly go as far as one could go stay on somewhere like fansly or pornhub or anywhere like that but you ride the line like a lot of a lot of us ride the line okay of breaking tos rules <laughs> like i think like the other day i was on stream and this is a plus 18 right Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yes. I, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like you can drop all the so f bombs the and other words, but only alt is per allowed to use the n word. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. I, I won't. Um. So the other day I was streaming and it was like it's like two days after my birthday, I believe, and um, my birthday was on the seventh, and so I streamed for like twelve hours on my birthday. I got a lot of gifts and stuff. Right. Whatever. So two days after my birthday, somebody was asking me how my, or actually maybe it might have been on my birthday i don't know i was very drunk that day so <laughs> somebody came in and i was like very disappointing birthday have gotten zero dick pics in my fucking phone oh no <laughs> so oh, i was no. like outright declaring it to the whole stream i had like i had like a hundred people in that stream because it was my birthday and I was like, very disappointing, but they have gotten zero dick pics. And somebody in there was like, TOS, TOS. And I was like, TOS doesn't give a shit about me. I'm not popular enough. Damn, that man. When you understand and you can still make jokes, damn, that hurt. That, that, I feel bad for you because I understand. <laughs> well, I was like, they don't care about me, you know. Twitch doesn't give a shit about me. I'm not even in their radar. It doesn't matter, you know. I'm fairly popular. I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm like, I always joke around that I'm a uh, Twitch poor, but but Twitter um, micro micro celebrity famous on Twitter because yeah. I'm <laughs> that seems to be how it is now. I'm just like, this is yeah. a weird ratio it's a weird dynamic it really is like i get i'm pretty popular on twitter in the loot tuber community but i'm like not really popular on twitch so like people subscribe to my horny post on twitter but then them actually coming to see me on twitch because i have to be because i have to stick to like tos rules and stuff on twitch they're a little bit less interested in in my content there you know mm. kind of the opposite Cause I'm like, I'll look at Twitter and go, you're a degenerate, but I see your partner. <laughs> so you can't be that much of a degenerate. It's like, oh no, you're only degenerate, only moderately degenerate on stream, off stream, do whatever you want. And like, ah, I see this is the new meta. I understand now. Okay. Yeah. I'm not even partnered yet on Twitch. I'm not even partnered. To I'm a affiliate. That's the word. My bad. I'm getting Yeah. Off, no, it's okay. It's okay. Now. That's yeah. No, old. it's fine. It's, it's really hard actually to become a partner. As a lootuber, I've noticed specifically because, again, the ones who subscribe to your like 
dirty content are mostly people on Twitter or Fansly or OnlyFans, like those sites. But then to try to get them to come to watch you on Twitch where you have to kind of still like obey the TOS rules, it's difficult. It's not easy. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I do feel like on the small side, though, you can find that TOS line a little bit closer. Like you can get that, you can squeeze out a little bit more uh, content. Where? When you're on the smaller side, that is. Like you can find oh, a little bit more yeah. wiggle room than a big streamer. Oh, absolutely. See, that's the thing. As as a small streamer, I can get away with a lot more than I could if I possibly was, you know, partnered. Then people, more people would be watching me. And it's like, ah, you know, whistleblowers will be like, no, you're not allowed to do that. And I'd be like, oh, fuck. She rr too hard. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Man, you can never r- Listen, after hearing Girl DM's fucking Southern Japanese RR, you can never RR too hard. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ears are still bleeding. Mommy, would you like to RR for alt? Make him squirm a little bit. You know, bit. I'm, uh, I'll be honest. I'm not that great at an RR. Um, I do it. And like I have it as a redeem on my channel. I'm not I always warn people it's not great. What I usually do because I'm Latina is an oh. Ibobby. Oh, oh, oh please do that. It'll oh. make him squirm so hard. So I'll I'll do both, okay? Right? I'll do the arara and then I'll do the ibobby. So first I do um I go like um hold on. Arara. Okay. And so I kind of do like a mommy, kind of like a like a deep husky mommy, arara. Okay. And then I'll do I'll do an, an I, I, Bobby, I, Bobby. That's mm. <laughs> so I, Bobby. All right, Alt, how are you doing? I'm all, I'm I'm okay. <laughs> I can lie to my teeth pretty well. I've been practicing all day. Um, Pugh, you're fucking like ten percent Mexican. You should. Where's your Spanish? Where's your Where's your Spanish? If you want me to do an eye poppy, I'm just like that'll just that won't make a nosebleed. That'll make your ears bleed. So uh, listen, let's I, go. I want to hear it. Give me an eye poppy, or actually, actually, give me an eye mommy. <laughs> oh, why did I do this? Hi, mommy. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. I'm so fucking horny for you right now. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. That 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 did it. That won me over. <laughs> so yeah, no. Normally I do that. I, I do every once in a while. I get a really good ara ara out, but I don't really practice it too much. It's not like one that I'm like well known for. I'll do the ibapi instead. So people usually come to me for that. Because again, on top of that, like I just want to be true to myself. It's like as a Hispanic, um, YouTuber, I I'm more comfortable doing the ibapi than the arara. So we got to find more sexy Spanish lines. I don't do too many Spanish lines. I lived in Puerto Rico. Both Why my parents are Puerto are Rican. America, what? Why the fuck are you here? America sucks. Uh, you've never been to Puerto Rico. I was going to say, Puerto Rico's, I was gonna say Puerto Rico's definitely, not to be mean, but a downgrade from America. No, absolutely. And and the thing is, is that it's a beautiful island. I'm not saying that. I'm not going to speak ill against that aspect of it. It's gorgeous. I love my people. I love the island. It's beautiful. But certain aspects of it are. But 
the crime rates, the fact that the country doesn't, you know, America basically owns Puerto Rico. They don't take care of it. They don't take care of it because it's not a state, so they don't have to. So the roads are all fucked up. The traffic is horrible. Um, you know, um, work work conditions there are horrendous. It's just, it's not a great place to live. It's a great place to visit and vacation, but hmm. it's 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 impoverished. It's, it's filled with poverty. So uh, yeah, no, I I was glad to. I, I've lived there for a while. I I was originally born and raised in New York City, Brooklyn, New York. Then I moved to Puerto Rico, stood there for a couple of years. Then I was lucky enough to move back to the States. Man, your food palette must be fucking amazing. <laughs> Damn, I, 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 it would be it would be great if I wasn't such a picky bitch. <laughs> Fair. The, New York's got everything, though. I think I know. I know it does. It does. It does. But you know, it's. It, I always kind of joke around with that too. It's like I'll suck a dick and I'll eat ass, but I won't put pickles in my mouth. <laughs> Are you the totally one that. girl that doesn't 100%. like pickles? I hate pickles. Yo, let's I go. hate them. Pickles are delicious. I hate though. them. They're only okay no, I sometimes. Hate pickles. I hate pickles. I hate mayonnaise. I hate mustard. I don't like any condiments. Condiments are disgusting. Any any food that smells like any food that's a little stinky is like not for me. Huh. Man, Indian food kind of slapped though. Hold on. Oh no, I do actually like Indian food. I'm not gonna lie. I do like Indian food. But Indian food, like, like I'll get, like, you know, like, butter chicken, tiki masala, curry, things like that. Oh, yeah, that's fucking delicious. I, 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 yeah, I fuck with Indian food. But, like, I don't know, onions, things like that. Oh, fucking gross. <laughs> Nothing. Huh. And, yeah, I joke around. It's like, I'll eat a pussy, I'll eat ass, I'll suck a dick, but I will not put a pickle in my mouth. That's fucking gross. See, but, <laughs> but, like, you know, eating a pickle normally is not, like, a, oh, that's going to turn you on thing. So, like... It makes absolute sense. All that other stuff is is all horny. So you know, <laughs> horny. Okay, fine. Then how about I won't I won't eat an onion either. Valid. <laughs> I won't eat an onion. Fucking gross. I, I just hate. I can't just, eat them raw. Oh, well, no, I, I do like pickled red onions. So they're pretty good on the right stuff. Yeah, no, I won't eat them raw. I might eat them if they're like chopped up and cooked in something. But yeah, I'm a picky eater. So. All right. But yeah. Um. The VTubing thing is interesting. Um, like, there's like, are there any like specific YouTubers or YouTubers that you're like a, a big fan of, or maybe like I I tend to like I don't really pay attention to any of the big VTubers, Fair. um, like the 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 like corporate ones. I just feel like that's like I don't know. I feel like that's just just not for me. Is is Silvervale technically a lewd tuber? Yeah. Well, uh, she she's in a gray area. Her ad fucking Project Melody. They're in gray areas. Okay, because I was like, I know I've seen tons of art and stuff, but I didn't know if she specifically kind of rode that line as well. I mean, she is corporate. She works for V Shoujo, which <laughs> we're not going to. We're, we're getting to that later. That shit's fucking funny. But no, she does horny bullshit. I I think. Uh um yeah i think so i think i think she does okay i think she does um again yeah she's part of v shoujo again i don't really pay attention to any of the corporate streamers like like um you know like iron mouse things like that i know who they are i respect what they do but at the same time it's just not really for me 
Is it um, too I don't particularly... corporate? And for me, I feel like it's too corporate. I don't really find it entertaining. Um, if I'm watching, and, and again, this is my personal preference. I'm not hating on anybody who does. Um, when I'm watching, if I want to watch, I don't know, for me personally, it's like watching TV. You're not really getting much interaction from mm-hmm. the streamer because the streamer has so many people in there you know rare be the occasion you actually get their attention if at all you know oh fuck. you're getting you're giving them exactly you're just like like me you like a smaller community where everybody knows each other everybody talks to each other the vtuber knows everybody you like it personal right so this is this is my thing and again this is just how i personally feel about it i'm not telling anybody to you know sign up to my religion or anything but this is how i feel about it and this is so you follow a partnered a partnered you know corporately sponsored vtuber right unfortunately they right okay let's let's just say that say you're a huge you know a huge simp for one of them okay let's say that you fucking you drop bank on them left and right. You know, you're you're giving subs and bits and things like that. One, a lot of them don't even have their alerts on. So they're not even seeing that. That's just automatically going into their bank. They're not even paying attention to what you're giving them. Uh, does it does it like how does that benefit you? Like, what are you getting out of it? Like just the fact that you're just supporting them, but they're not even acknowledging the fact that you're emptying your bank account on them that you're you know buying them this and buying them that and you don't even get a thank you you don't even get any acknowledgement um i just feel like again it's a business and good on them for being they're basically like you know the superstars of of youtubing and that's fine and if people want to give them money or whatever that's your choice but i would much rather know that if i'm going to visit a streamer and i'm going to spend money on them that it's possibly helping them eat for the week pay their rent, pay their bills. You know, it's actually going towards something that's actually helping them, that they actually appreciate it because they actually need it, you know, instead of a corporate VTuber or BlueTuber who's doing it and they're, you know, it's just business for them. It's just business. Well, and like from from the other side, I feel like um, to, I don't at least I've always had the, the mentality of like having worked a ton of corporate jobs, like, I don't want to work for someone else, especially if they don't care about me, especially if I'm just someone to make money for them. It's like, I'd rather work for myself and, you know, be accountable to myself than have somebody, you know, like have something happen on stream where I'd say something ridiculous. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, okay, uh, we're killing your contract because, you know, you made a bunch of people mad. It's like, I'd rather be by myself and not have some corporate assholes come down on me for stupid shit. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Because again, they have to be very careful about the things that they do. And if they do say something or do something inappropriate or or not even maybe inappropriate, but against the brand even. Mm-hmm. Not even because again, it might not even be anything that would be considered like a crime, you know? And they do something against what their brand is, they can easily get dropped. Yeah, like that would that would be terrifying to know that at any point you mm-hmm. can make a mistake and like your livelihood that you've been depending on is just gone. Right. Absolutely. And again, you know, a lot of it, a lot of it is corporate and they get percentages and they have to, you know, pay for whatever it is that they're getting from their corporate sponsorship. And, you know, mm-hmm. 
Because a lot of the times when you sign up with these things, they are the ones who get you the VTuber. Right. You know, they're the ones who get you the art. It's they'll work with you and you might have an, you might be able to even put input. But sometimes it's not even that's not even true. Sometimes it's like this is your model and that's it. Now go off and use this model. Right. They'll have like sometimes they'll have their models set up and they're like, OK, now we interview people and like do applications until we find someone who fits this model and then that's their model and they're stuck with it right exactly you know you had absolutely no creative input in the character that you're playing and that's basically that's basically what it is it's not even really you being yourself for the most part it's you playing a character i'm not saying that's for everybody because iron mouse is iron mouse and iron mouse started small and iron mouse just became you know what iron mouse became you know, it's but nowadays that's how it is. It's just it's no different than how how like um you know K-pop stars are in Korea. Mm -hmm. They just you know they just it, it's just it's just a it's just a corporation. It's just you know they're gonna they're gonna spit them out as quickly as they can just to make money. Yep, and like because there's there's been those things where it's like oh somebody made a comment one of the people made a comment that made it seem like they might not be single and then they had to go and do like a public apology because like that's part of their whole brand is that they have to be um available quote unquote to get more fans and to keep people loving them and it's just like stupid shit like that where it's just like you don't get to be yourself and like every little thing you say is scrutinized by not only your corporation but by the masses Absolutely. Um, I know so many female VTubers and Lutubers um, who have originally, they originally started off single and then throughout, you know, cause they're not, they're not corporate or anything. So throughout their, um, throughout their time being a VTuber, they found possibly another VTuber or maybe just, you know, another uh, viewer even who they then get into a relationship with and they end up losing so many of their of their community like their community just up and leaves because they're like oh no you know i thought i had a chance with her and now i don't because now she's seeing someone so fuck this and they just up and leave parasocial relationships they're great mm -hmm. yeah like i was gonna i was gonna bring that up when you talked about people giving money you know like yes uh, i absolutely believe that like at, at the very minimum a thank you is is should be given Required. yeah um but that is on that again on that other side of it you also as a person on the internet like need to be careful of where you're putting your money because like if you're going to be emptying your bank on someone with the expectation of like oh they're going to notice me they're going to pay attention to me they're going to message me this is going to get me a date like that's not healthy either like if you are supporting them it should be because you want to support them and not because you then think they are going to owe you something. Oh, absolutely. That's an, that's another big aspect of the VTuber community in general. You know, there's a lot of times where because someone thinks that they, because somebody bought you something, they think that automatically then they can slip into your DMs and suddenly they're owed something, mm -hmm. you know, and that's not the case. You, if you did, if you did something for me, I would want for you to do it out of the, you know, the generous, the just generosity, you know, just out of, oh, I wanted you to have this or, oh, I wanted you to have this and maybe just think of me that, oh, I got this for you. Um, I wouldn't want someone to buy something for me and then just think that automatically then 
they can get something from me. Unfortunately, that's not how this works. That's not how it works. Mm -hmm. And also, unfortunately, that's not how I work either. Um, I actually have like my love language is actually um, there's like multiple love languages, but my love language is actually gifts. Um, when I care about somebody, I'll usually give them gifts. And also that's also how I receive affection as well. So when someone is buying me a lot of gifts, I sometimes look at them and question, hmm, what's their motive? Are they flirting with me? <laughs> because of the fact that that is my love language. And that is a me problem. That is not the case for everybody, you know? But that's what I'm saying. Like, people think, a lot of people think, but that's not the case. You can spend you can spend $5 on me. You can spend $5,000 on me. That's not going to change anything. You know, it's always, like, the, the thought behind the gift, not how much one spends, you know? But either way, that that's, for me, I will sometimes look when somebody gets me something, and I do question their motives mm -hmm. a lot of the times. Like, is it are they flirting with me, or do they just really want me to have this? Because I have had those situations where somebody has bought me something and then slipped into my DMs. Like, as a YouTuber, I tend to have a lot of sex toys on my throne, and I had someone who bought me one once and then was almost kind of insistent about knowing how it felt or kind of like hey you know how does that sex toy feel inside of you oh do you think about me when you put it inside of you and you know very inappropriate questions like that and i i i had to block them and ban them because i was like no that's not that's not okay you're not allowed to speak to me that way i don't care what you bought me like i give two shits yeah you could have bought me a fucking car. You don't talk to me that way. Yeah, like there are sex workers where like that's their thing. They're like, oh, if you buy me any of this lingerie, like, you know, I'll send you pictures of me in it or different stuff. Like if you buy this or that. But like that is a thing that they are consenting to. And consent, as in pretty much everything we talk about on this podcast, is number one key to everything. And I think that that in that case, absolutely, that is a business transaction. Mm -hmm. That's basically what you just did. You purchased a piece of laundry for someone and the agreement was upon them receiving that laundry, they were going to send you pictures of them wearing the laundry or you bought them a sex toy and they were going to send you audio of them using the sex toy. What have that you? Agreement. But that was a business transaction. Yeah, exactly. That, there was an agreement. Yeah. You don't just do that with random people and then expect to to get any sort of sexual content back if that is not the agreement. Right, exactly. I think um I think actually yesterday I had a I had a fairly bad stream and I had someone come in and start disrespecting me during stream. Shit. And so I went kind of kind of went on a rant about it. <laughs> um I was like, you know, just cuz I'm a YouTuber doesn't mean you're allowed to disrespect me. You know, come in here and just disrespect me, you know? And um I went into like a rant of female VTubers that sometimes allow the parasocial relationships to form but by you know like the the manipulation of if you you know buy this many subs for me you know you could slip into my dms or you know like the the mis the misconception of the more money you spend on me the more i'll love you mm -hmm. and that's uh, that's just like yeah that's kind of a fucked up way for i feel like the vtubers not just female male too ma males do it also They'll manipulate some of their, you know, their community members to spend money on them with the, you know, fantasy of the more money you spend on me, the more I'll like you. 
Man, what's that like? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't. I don't really make much money VTubing. <laughs> I, I I'm rich in gifts. That's usually what I tell everyone. Ah. I'm rich in gifts and poor in money. <laughs> so I'm not one of those people who does things like that. I've never had a subathon. I've never had a donathon. I've never had a bitathon. I've never had any of these athons that um, a lot of VTubers tend to have, where they make a lot of money. I've never done any of that. Like in terms of how much I pocket at the end of the month, it's always less than a thousand dollars. But f through Twitch, like I've never pocketed more than a thousand dollars via Twitch. But I have gotten lots of gifts. <laughs> Fair. That throne link gets clicked a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my my throne gets gets like a lot of traction and things like that. I'm rich in sex toys. How about that? <laughs> Sounds like a good rich to be. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> lots of sex toys, not a lot of money. But um, yeah, no, and again, not that I'm judging, like, please don't think that I'm judging people who, like, my thing is, is like, if there, if it's a business transaction, a, hey, give me $500 and I'll spend five hours playing video games with you. You know, we'll have a, like a one-on-one -on -one date. We'll, 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 you know, it's a hundred dollars an hour for me to pay you attention to give you. If people are doing that, then that's a business transaction. Then I will respect that. Mm, I'm not saying time. I, I, but, but I see, I've seen people do that. Like I've seen popular streamers do that or like fansly girls or like OnlyFans girls where they'll, you know, you're basically paying for their time. And so you're basically like a sex worker that that's sex work. And I'll respect that because that at least is a business transaction. There's a clear understanding that you're paying for their time, right? But like when people try to manipulate the viewer to give them the money, that's then when I have a problem with that. Yeah, uh, it's, okay. it's manipulation, like you said, and manipulation is right. not okay. Right, and it's okay if it's a business transaction. If you're choosing to spend that money on that person, then that's your choice. You know, you're agreeing. I'm fine. I'm going to pay you $500 or, or whatever to spend time with me. Then you you understood that it was a business transaction. That at, the, at the end of that business transaction, she's not going to be in love with you. Mm -hmm. It was business. She spent time with you because you paid for her her time. But when it's like the the oh, you know, the, the just the, the manipulation of, you know, give me this and I'll fall in love with you kind of thing. Then that's kind of where things become a little bit sketchy. Mm -hmm. Yes. What? Ask a question. You've been too fucking quiet. Hey, you're the yeah, host. Yeah, ask me a, ask me a question. <laughs> I was curious because you're a lewd tuber. How does like when you go to collab with people, are they like more afraid because you might say something that's a little too much TOS, or do you just like do they just like say yeah you can come on and collab with me whatever. That's a really good question. Um, I'm very, I'm very careful with who I collab with because of that reason. Um, I know a lot of people who are like say so streamers, which is say so streamers, like the opposite of a YouTuber. They don't curse usually. They're very well behaved. They're like uh, 13 plus streamers. I know a lot of these, and so um, one of my best friends, Comrack, is actually a say so streamer he's a plus 13 and um he asked me to stream with him the other day and i was like originally he told me that we were just gonna hang out and he was gonna come on my stream and i was like sure absolutely you know 
And then he tells me last minute that he was going to stream it too. And I'm like, wait, no, what? No, I can't. <laughs> and he was like, well, no, I'm going to change it to being plus 18 today. And I was like, okay, bat. <laughs> Hit you with that reverse Uno. Yeah, I was like, no, I was like, I can't. And so um, I have been in situations before where I agreed to be in a tournament that um, Hayden VT actually did a Hayden VT, who's a giraffe streamer. He actually set up a whole um, Mario Kart like competition where he had like a bunch of different teams on it. And I was on team Lootuber. <laughs> Okay. He he for some reason put like all the lootubers in one in one uh group and we kind of laughed about it. We're like, oh, okay, it's because we're all the horny ones, right? You put us all in one scene. So y'all won, right? And no, no, we didn't. Oh, we were horrible. Mm. We were just kind of joking around the whole time. But the thing was is that there were so many other teams there that were actually say so had a lot of famous, like more popular VTubers that were say so part of it. And because of that reason, like we did not go into their to their their rooms like because we had different rooms mm. different voice calls oh, okay, okay. we did not go into their voice call during the time when we were supposed to play with them because we couldn't you know when we and when we did when they were like yeah come in but we're say so i just didn't talk the entire time kind of scared that i would possibly offend them just by being on their stream you know, I was trying to be respectful. Mm, I, I understand. And so, yeah, I just didn't, like, you know, imagine somebody being a say-so streamer and then suddenly, you know, Mrs. Mummy's up there on the screen and even just me talking, they're going to be like, oh, who's that? And then they go look me up and it's like, oh, disgusting, you know, considering the fact that, you know, sometimes say-so streamers have very um, rigid, you know, or, or very, you know, unmovable community members that are not interested at all and seeing any lewd, um, you know, activity on in front of them. So I just stayed quiet. I, so I'm very particular about who I collab with. See, I understand that. I would have been like, listen, I gotta, I won't say anything too inappropriate, but you gotta let me talk shit. This is Mario Kart. You gotta <laughs> let me talk shit a little, little bit, just a little bit. That's all I need. But right. So I didn't, I didn't know how, um, I didn't really, I agreed to it. I didn't know. Like, I was still very new in the VTuber community when I accepted it. But that's actually, that whole situation is actually what taught me how to move forward re regarding my collabs and stuff. I think I was only like a month in oh God. of my VTubing. When, yeah, when I was invited to that. And I, I believe I was the only PNG tuber invited. Everybody else actually, at the time I was a PNG. I was the only PNG invited at the time. Um... And so it was like it was like a big honor to be invited in the first place because of how many people were going to be there, how many popular people were going to be there. I believe Alara was there. Uh, Honey, Honey Cub was there. I love was... her. Sorry, sorry. Honey Cub. She's so she's just so wholesome, and then she's the biggest shit poster in the world. I'm like I I don't know how to feel. I I truly don't. I, I loved I loved Honey Cub until I heard. I respected her to the highest degree until I heard some of her viewpoints regarding loot tubing. And then I was like, oh, that's very disappointing yeah. to hear oh, that. Because so I feel like we can, yeah, because I feel like we can respect each other for different, our different viewpoints without putting each other down. Mm -hmm. Like, I would never be like, oh, why are you say so? That's so fucking boring. You know, I would never do that. I respect and love say so streamers. But, you know, for then a lot of sometimes say so, uh, say so streamers are very anti-lootuber. Yeah. 
And that's just that's just disappointing. Like, I feel like we should be able to respect each other's different um, forms of how we choose to generate media. Yeah. Goddamn. Only we're that simple. What? <laughs> what? Did, what did you say, Minka? Uh, you might have to cut it if you're worried about offending people. But I said, uh, "Goddamn Christians." <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, I, I have a feeling that's probably wait, what a lot of it you is. Can't, well, no, you're not Mormon anymore. I was going to say, you can't talk yeah. all that shit. You were, you're I was Mormon. Gonna say, I was like, wait, she, no, she went from Mormon. Mormon. She went from Mormon. super uptight to super, like, Loose. she went from being chained down with the religion to being chained down in bed. So Yeah, that's actually <laughs> like an excellent way of putting it. Yeah, what he said was better. <laughs> I love that. Man, oh, I'm sad. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 really disappointing, you know. Like I feel like in in the whole, in the VTuber space, there's so much space for different, you know, types of types of YouTubers. And this is the thing: it's it's different strokes for different folks. The people that watch me are not gonna go watch Honey Cup usually, you know, and the people that watch me are not gonna go watch, I don't know, some other, you know. Usually, again, it's no different than like. Face cam streamers, right? Face cam streamers. Yeah. Somebody who watches Ninja might not watch Amarath. They're, they're two different mm, viewerships. Um, you a, know? Mm, I don't know about that one. I, okay, to be okay, fair, but there's I'm some people who watch Amarath for very specific reasons. Right, right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, normally the viewership is different, you know? Yeah. The viewership is normally different. Like, little 13-year-old boys might also want to watch Amarath, but they can't. <laughs> so it's like, I'm just saying, or even grown men, but I'm just saying, for example, like, normally the viewership is different. So it's not like you're stealing somebody else's view. Like, I feel like there's this, this misconception of, oh, how am I supposed to compete? They're stealing my viewers if all they're doing is, like, humping bananas on stream or whatever you know it's like they they were never gonna watch you anyway you're you're not who they're there to watch you're lacking a couple assets that they have yeah right and so that's the point like you can't really compare that's like comparing apples to oranges it's two different things it's two totally different types of media yes i'm a vtuber yes you're a vtuber but you're a say so streamer and i'm a loot tuber so we're gonna have two different types of viewership well that's just that's yeah yeah, and you can be like a say-so streamer and be like, I will never do loot tubing. Like, that's not what I'm into. That's not who I am. And still be respectful of those that do. Right, exactly. That's It's no different than people who shit on, you know, um, like the adult film industry or like, you know, that's it, it's no different. It's like, oh, like a, a, adult, like sex work. It's people that like hate on sex workers. It's like, okay, nobody's asking you to do it. But do you have to shit on it? It's not for you. That's fine. Nobody's forcing your hand to do it. As they watch, you can respectfully, right? (laughs) You can respectfully just disagree to like, okay, that's not for me. Great. Nobody's asking you to, you know, just just be respectful. Yeah, like I would never hate on like, oh my god, I never watch say so streamers because they're so fucking boring. Like, no, I don't. I love say so streamers. Top five, go. Top five say so streamers? Y- yup. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. You put me on the spot. I don't know any by name. <laughs> <laughs> Playing it safe. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> no, no. my, my good fr- How about my good friend, Comrade? There you go. <laughs> Number one through five. That's- 
Comrack. <laughs> Number one through five. Comrack. <laughs> He's great. He's adorable. I love him. He doesn't judge. <laughs> I have more questions. Shocking. Why, why the fuck did you want to be a yandere, man? Why? Why? Oh, okay. This is actually a really good... Okay, this is actually really good. So, <laughs> like, me as a person... Mm -hmm. I'm I'm very emotional. I'm a very emotional person. I suffer from um I suffer from a, a, a handful of mental illnesses. Um I will name them off. A uh, borderline personality a uh, borderline personality is one of them. Hypersexuality, which is sex addiction, is another. So um those are the two things I basically suffer from, right? And my borderline personality kind of gives me really high highs and really low lows. So and I'm also I'm also um, demi demi pansexual, so in order for me to, despite me being a incredibly horny bitch, um, it takes me a really long time to actually want to have sex with someone. So I have to get like emotionally, I have to have form an emotional connection to them in order for me to actually want to have sex with someone. So once that emotional connection is formed, then I become like really like hyper fixated. On the person and so I I go in and out of I go in and out of hyper fixations and that's a common trait for people that have borderline personality we get um, very bored very quickly usually and this is not like I'm not saying like all of us but a lot of people that I that that I've and I've studied a lot of people that have borderline personality sometimes form hyper fixations on people that they're interested in so my hyper fixation becomes almost sometimes like um, obsessive there it is. And so I'll like, so I'll okay. kind of like, I'll kind of like stalk their social media and be like, oh, what time did they wake up? Let's see their posts. Go like all their posts, repost their stuff. Like, um, want to spend time with them like all the time. Text them like a million times a day. Not a million times a day, but like consistently throughout the day. How you doing? Miss you. How you doing? I miss you. You know, throughout the day. And so then when I see, you know, them being flirted with by somebody else or them flirting with someone else, I will become very uh, jealous and possessive. I've and so anime. in comes the Yandere. I've seen this anime. I, I, You've seen I, this I know, anime. I, I know how this ends, man. So I know this about myself. I'm very self-aware. I'm not like oblivious to it. Like, oh, no, you know, I, I'm very self-aware. So I thought it was very funny. For me to be, if anything, like a yandere um, VTuber, Lootuber. That, that checks like out. Like the whole, yeah, the whole like, oh, you know, if you don't love me, I'll stab you. I'll, I'll kidnap you and throw you in my beast. So, you know, kind of thing. Have you learned okay. coping methods to kind of deal with that? Or have you just learned to hide bodies really well? Wow. <laughs> Nobody so wow. far. Nobody's, <laughs> nobody count. She Cannot confirm or deny. That. Nobody count. Well, not that uh, body count. She just, she just said that um, chest. God damn. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, are you the the type of yandere that's gonna kill everyone but the person you like, or are you just gonna hurt the person you like? Usually, the person that I like is is like safe, even though they hurt me. I'll just like cry about it, but like it's normally everybody else that like will get on my shit list. Because yeah, I, I'm the person I care about. I know how this so, for example, yeah. So, for example, um, I I had like this huge, this huge crush on this this fellow VTuber, 
And um, like it was like borderline obsessive. I had like this gigantic crush on this fellow YouTuber who I'm friends with currently. He was streaming with somebody and I was like harassing him in his chat like nonstop. I was like just like like harassing him, would not stop leaving him alone. And kept like playing like sound clips and just annoying him using channel points like give me kiss, give me attention, you know, channel points, doing things like that. And he was like, he could tell he was like laughing and kind of getting annoyed by it. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? And it's like, give me attention the entire time, basically. And afterwards, I, you know, once he was done streaming and stuff, I messaged him. I was like, are you mad at me? And he was like, no. I was like, are you sure I didn't annoy you? He's like, no. And I was like, okay, yeah, good. That's, con- that's content. <laughs> that's a great bit. Exactly. So I was like, good bet. It's like, so when are we hanging out? Since you had time to fucking, you know, stream with that bitch. <laughs> that, that's just content. That's, that's how you do it. but yeah no i become very possessive very jealous of uh people that i form hyperfixations on currently not hyperfixating on anybody which usually puts me in like a lull like a sad state of being i like i feel like i always have to be hyperfixated on someone or i feel like like i'm just like like i go into like sad sad girl mode i'm like like oh no nobody loves me (laughs) i feel like i get that too well you get that too. I, often. I think I understand that too. I understand that too much. Nigga, excuse me. I feel what? like that's explaining too much about myself. Yeah, <laughs> like I was like, I was like, doesn't everybody like obsess over and someone and watch us. every minute of their content, and then like a month later just drop them entirely? And now I'm like, oh, that seems like yeah. it might be really toxic and might explain way too much about me. Mm, yeah. So my my hyperfixations usually fall like stop either i get bored which happens a lot because again my borderline i get bored with people very quickly um or they break my heart like they hurt me somehow and then i'll like cry about it for like a good month or so like on social media like oh he doesn't love me and then i'll get over it and i'll be done like for like like a month now i think i've been like posting sad shit on my fucking twitter account because I was, like, heartbroken. <laughs> I was like, oh, he doesn't love me anymore. Ah. <laughs> but now I'm over. I'm fine. But now it's, like, that sad that sad girl lull of, oh, I'm bored. Who's going to come keep me company? You know, like, where is my hyperfixation now? I completely right, understand that. You're up, now, I'm still, like, confused on why I get that so much. Now I'm like, maybe I should get tested. I hyperfixate on, like, very specific people for, like, a month or two and watch everything and take in everything they've put out and then all of a mm-hmm. sudden just stop and i'm like all right now i'm sad all I'm right bored. now i'm mildly concerned because i thought you were doing that for like podcast oh. research now now i'm scared no i've do that like all the time is that oh, no no, that's not normal. So, Hyperfixating is not a normal trait for people to have. So I'm just gonna you know, change it's usually... the topic. And um, yeah. how, how did you come up with your lore and your, your background? Mm. Okay, this is actually a really good question. These are good questions. Thank you, guys, actually. You guys have, have really good, interesting questions. I love this. Yay. Um, I'm not Not boring. a lot of people ask me these things. No, not boring at all. I'm actually really enjoying this. Um, okay, so my lore... Um, okay. 
I don't think I've actually really gone into my Laura much with with much pe many people. Um, I don't have it written down anywhere. It's kind of just in my head. So I'll try to explain it as best I can. But first, I'll come up. I'll do the name. The name was really interesting because um, for a while there, I was trying to come up with something that was like um, when I was face cam streamer, a lot of the the gentlemen who would follow me would call me mommy because I have like very large breasts. So they'd, um, you know, they'd say I had big, big mommy milkers. So they call me mommy. And so it was kind of ongoing joke. And I would say, um, oh, I've got strawberry milk tatas. Like my, my tatas give strawberry milk. And so it was kind of an ongoing thing about like my, my big titties were like mommy milkers. So they just call me mommy. And so one of the boys that I hyperfixated on <laughs> at that time, he, he was from the UK. And he would call me, uh, he would call me mummy. Because he couldn't say mommy, you know, his UK accent wouldn't allow him to say mommy. So he'd mo he would like playfully moan out and be like, oh, mommy. Goddamn Brits. Yeah. So I was like, I would always laugh. I would always be like, you can't even call me mommy. You call me mommy. And so it was like a joke. And he was just my friend. We never did anything. But he just playfully just called me mommy of our mommy. Right. Mm -hmm. So he had a, he had a girlfriend and he'd be like, oh, I'm going to go spend time with the missus. Like we, you know, hang out on Discord and stuff. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go spend time with the missus. And that's what he'd call his girlfriend was the missus. And, you know, in like in British slang or whatever, the missus to them means like the wife or waifu or like my girlfriend, whatever. So I kept thinking about what I was going to name myself. And I really wanted something that kind of openly told people, you know, I'm going for like a dummy mommy feel. Um, you know, I want people to call me mommy. Um, or, or, you know, I want the whole mommy aspect thing to be there still. And I also want to be your anime waifu. So I was like, uh, you know, like, what the fuck? Wife, mommy, wife, mommy. And I kept thinking, I want something that kind of encapsulates being your waifu and being your mommy. So I was like, wait a second mrs mommy and i got it all from him and his name his yeah i got it all from him and so i won't i won't drop his name because i don't want him to be like oh you know get in trouble or whatever right. but um but not that that we did anything again but i was hyper fixated on him for a while there um because I, I that i'm mentally ill and that's just what happens um but uh yeah so i was like mrs mommy that's like perfect and i told him i was like i'm gonna become a vtuber i'm gonna use the name mrs mommy uh, because, you know, because of you, like the missus part with your girlfriend and then the mummy part, because you can't call me mommy. And he liked it. He was like, he's like, I think that really works for you. He's like, I think that's a really good name. I think it's, you know, people are going to, it's very marketable. Yes. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I think so too. So I went for it. And when I came out with it, you know, so many people love it. It, it allows for a lot of different nicknames to come from it. Oh, wait, no one can see me nod. I keep forgetting word <laughs> words. I uh, know yeah, I, I feel that. <laughs> okay, yeah, and then the lore, right? Um, okay, so the lore is a little bit complicated. Um, let's see how how I how I explain this. Okay, so um, my model, my model, she if you if you look at my model, she looks like a 1950s housewife, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of. 
she's giving off like that kind of 1950s housewife vibe i usually get artwork of me holding like a pie i'm wearing an apron i'm wearing a um a polka dotted dress i have the thigh highs but they're like they have the lace on the top so they look very like 1950s kind of pinup looking and that's really what i wanted and her hair is done in victory rolls so it looks like a very 1950s kind of aesthetic i have going on for me because i wanted her to look like um kind of give off that kind of uh miss it like leave it to beaver mom kind of feel like that cozy old look i'm you know i'm unassuming but at the same time she has these handlebar shaped um horns on her to show that she's not as innocent as she looks. So um, the the story behind Mrs. Mummy is that Mrs. Mummy is actually the queen of the Crossroad Demons. And a Crossroad Demon, if you've watched Supernatural, is the one who you sell your soul to to get a wish. She's it's uh, a Crossroad Demon is basically a demon genie a genie demon but you pay with your soul the the story behind her is she was queen of the crossroads and my story actually interlinks with my partner's story i'm i, I have a partner i'm um, i'm polly so anyway so my part my story intertwines with my partner's story so um i'm queen of the crossroads living in hell um a young gentleman calls me summons me as queen of the crossroads to make a deal with me we make a deal, but the deal goes sour. He ends up, he on his possession, he ended up actually having an artifact of an, uh, a mask of an eldritch deity that he had on his person. And when we made the deal, the my magic cracked the, the mask and allowed the eldritch deity to come out and take over his body. Oh. So instead of him being instead of him being um, a servant to me, which is what he was supposed to be, basically, because I was supposed to own his soul. I was supposed to own him. It switched it around. Instead, his Eldritch deity basically took ownership of me. I used to play you. Yeah, I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> so then in turn, I ended up being the submissive to him. Um, so normally I'm very dominant and, you know, dominant Tommy mommy to everyone else. But in the same aspect, I'm very submissive to him. So I have a lot of artwork of um, me being in submissive positions to him and him. Um, like I have a, an art piece where he's actually sitting on my throne and I'm the one sitting on the floor with my arm wrapped around his leg. Um, to show kind of like the power dynamic between the two of us. So because of that reason, because he then took over me as, you know, being his, being, you know, I was originally supposed to have power over him. Now he's taking power over me. Um, you know, I'm supposed to fit the perfect wife image in his mind. So that's why I look like a 1950s housewife. That actually it. makes complete sense. Thank you. I have a follow-up question. Yeah, absolutely. What's your favorite type of pie? What's your favorite type of pie? It's a really good question. My favorite type of pie is uh, a pie called a razzleberry, which is a mix between blackberry and raspberry. Yes. It's yeah, it's the a fuck? bit of a it's a it's sweet and tart. Um, the the sweetness comes from the raspberry. The tartness comes from the blackberry. It's um it's delicious. It's like my favorite pie. You can't find it a lot of places. I also um I always but like I usually am holding a red pie. So people assume that the pie is cherry. It's not 
cherry. The pie that I'm always holding in my VTuber model form is actually actually strawberry rhubarb, which again is a sweet and a, a tart pie. So I've had that once. <laughs> I'm not gonna say what I had to do to get it. Hard to find. It's it's hard to find. They don't they don't make it everywhere. Like it's not a very popular. Yeah. Like dessert. I think I've only ever had it um, when it was homemade. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah, you can't really find them. Like 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 restaurants and stuff don't usually have that pie. Because they don't know where rhubarb is. Not gonna lie, they, I don't have a clue what you guys don't. are talking about. See, right there. Okay. Well, this piece is kind of dumb, so we can't really get that. So, mm. rhubarb is like a, it almost looks like a pink celery. It's kind of a joke. It's so called, it's a vegetable. It's called the pink celery. It, 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 is it basically is a vegetable, yes. But the only thing that you can use is the stalks. Like, the, the, the leafy part of it is poisonous. Is that that purple thing that grows in my yard with big giant leaves? It's got, like, purple stalk and then, like, green leaves. It's, it's it's pink. Puce, what the fuck? What are you growing in your yard? It's purple. It's purple. What? It's like a pinkish purple, like plant looking thing. Nigga, go take a picture at some point. It's winter. It's not there anymore right now. You don't take pictures of your yard throughout the year. No. Here, I'm oh, good. No, it's it's. It, it, I mean, it kind of is a pinkish purple. It kind of is a pinkish purple. I'm gonna copy you a picture so you can see it. That's not what grows in my yard. Same color stock, but the leaves are huge. Slightly different. Yeah, yeah, the leaves are huge. The leaves are sometimes huge. Yeah, that's what grows in my yard. Yeah, yeah. That's rhubarb. So it's edible. Well. It is, but don't eat the the green part. It's poisonous. I'll try to remember that. Or maybe just don't try to eat it at all. But now I want to make pie. But yeah, the, I always say that my pie is strawberry rhubarb. So it's uh, strawberry rhubarb is uh, sweet but tart because the the rhubarb is tart. Bet. It's my whole. It's my. It's the say so aspect of me being a YouTuber. <laughs> the pies. You can see. My There's a joke there. There's a joke right there. I'm not gonna do it. It's there, too easy. There, there is it. Go ahead. Go no, for it. No, it's too easy. No. Do no, it. We, no. Everybody. Low hanging. We don't no, do low hanging fruit here unless I am. What are you talking okay. about? We always okay. do it. Okay. But like people always, everybody always kind of says, um, "Oh yeah, Mrs. Mummy, let me have a bite of that hot pie." <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, you want some of this hot pie? I'm yeah. taking way more than a bite. <laughs> Mom ain't raise, <laughs> raise no quitter. You're gonna make sure it's all done. Goddamn right. <laughs> um Minka, you talk now. You've been quiet. She, she's talked more than me, honestly. That doesn't take very much to do, not gonna lie. Um, so, uh this is probably I, I would think a stereotypical question. Uh, but mm. how often do you see like women interacting in your channel versus men? Oh, um, hmm. I'm I'm very big in like the LGBT community. Okay. I have a lot of trans um following, and again, I consider them male, female, whatever their pronoun is. Um, like cis females, not so much. I will be honest, cis females, not so much. I I don't have that many cis female, um, followers or or people that come into my chat. A lot of a lot of the LGBT community, LGBTQ community, um, supports me. I, I feel like there's still quite a bit of uh, stigma around 
female sexuality and being able to be open about it. So like, I, I feel like, you know, it's still growing in, in cis women feeling comfortable actually going out and expressing that versus just keeping it behind closed doors. Um, but as a trans woman, uh, that makes sense mm -hmm. because there is the stereotype that we're all horny as fuck and it's absolutely true. Um, I was going to say, you, you're not, not helping true. your case. I know. Like, like, the first time, like, when I heard about the stereotype of, like, oh, trans women are, like, super kinky. And I was just like, well, fuck. I'm just 100% adding to that statistic. stereotype I am, over there. Yeah, I am into How everything. dare you stereotype me, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, I, I, love, I love trans women and I love trans men, too. One of my closest friends is a trans male. And um, he was telling me how when taking um testosterone like tea i guess the clitoris gets enlarged and instantly i was like turned on by that i was like oh yeah <laughs> i was like i have to look that up that's interesting to is me it, is it big enough you to know? put inside me yet <laughs> yeah exactly it was i was like hello can i suck it off like a dick let's go <laughs> i was like super intrigued by that but no um i'm uh, being pansexual i like everything like i like everything just I'll, I'll try to respectfully always remember people's pronouns and you know anything that they don't like they'll tell me and i try to stick to whatever it is that being said um yeah like you said like with cis females i feel like there's a lot of judgment sometimes coming from them i posted up things where i've openly said um i don't have a lot of female friends because a lot of the t ever since i was a ch like like you know being honest here i've always had um i've always been very open sexually and i've had sex addiction since i was a teenager um or hypersexuality as i like to call it now and I've had it since I was a teenager. I used to, I used to be, I was like a chronic masturbator as a teenager. And then when I became um, sexually active, I just, you know, I went crazy with it. And so um, I've always been kind of the girl that a lot of other girls would kind of make fun of and slut shame. So I have a very hard time trusting cis women. Um, and I, I know that sounds like a very pick me girl thing to say and a very like um, anti-feminist thing to say, but it's only because of the fact that I've been bullied by them for my entire life, you know, and so it's just very it's just harder for me to open up to them and and trust them or their their motives, you know, in my life and even with like other sometimes even with other female VTubers, uh, YouTubers, I've actually had some of them say that my content is um you know just just too much for them to deal with god damn christians <laughs> but yeah no even like female female lootubers you know or just like lootubers in general other lootubers have sometimes just been like like yeah you know that's not okay and it's like oh damn you know i thought we were I thought we were sisters in arms. I thought we were we were in this together. But there is a level of always, I guess, in the female lootuber community, there's a, a a feeling of like, as men tend to sometimes make us feel this way, a level of competition between each mm -hmm. other. You know, because a lot of the times I'll get compared to other 
female YouTubers and like, oh, yeah, well, this one does this, you know? Oh, yeah, you remind me of this one or whatever. And I fucking hate that shit. (laughs) That it's like, oh, okay, you're putting me in competition with somebody else and and that's not how it should be. Yeah, it's like the the whole, like, trying to pit each other other against each other is, is shitty because, yeah, like, especially with the culture we have, like, women need to stick together and support mm. each other. But, like, the whole right. thing just blows my mind because it is, you know, it's, like, to kind of bring things back full circle, like, there is this mm. this culture that has been prevalent in the world for so long and it's still a huge issue in mm. America where it's just, like, women are sex objects. They are meant to exist for men's pleasure. And, like, you know, that's kind of where a lot of these, like, I'm going to buy you gifts and you owe me something comes from. But then it's, like, mm. but also women are not allowed to be openly sexual. It's like they're supposed to be the most sexual object and the least sexual object at the same time. And it's like... You gotta be a hypersexual virgin. That's the key. I, yeah. I, I, I absolutely... Yeah, I absolutely... I absolutely love that. That you, you like, kind of pinned it. Like, right. You, like, you, you got it. Absolutely. I'm supposed to be, you know, every man's fantasy, but at the same time, I'm supposed to be this saint-like thing you know where i'm supposed to still be a lady and be feminine and be you know um nurturing and motherly and and i knew all this going into it which is why my model actually shows that Mm -hmm. like i i actually tried to capitalize on that by making her seem very unassuming um i made her of course she is sexy but at the same time again i put her in the apron I gave her a pie. I made her look like a 1950s housewife from Leave it to Beaver. You know, like I'm supposed to give you those, oh, she's going to take care of me and nurture me vibes. But at the same time, you know, you want to bend me over the table and fuck me while I make that pie. Right. Right. So that I, I knew exactly that going into it. And I tried very hard to capitalize on that. But you hit the nail, nail on the target. Yeah. Women in this industry, women in general, And I think, um, you know, Hugh Hefner said it best when his whole enterprise was based on, you know, capitalizing on the girl next door. Mm -hmm. You know, his his thing was, I want you to look at these women and be sexually intrigued by them. But at the same time, wonder, hey, you know, she's she's wholesome enough to be the girl next door. Right. Yeah. And 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 I think that's kind of where it comes into is you have some of these women that have this cultural uh, ingrained idea too and so they see another woman being like even more openly sexual than maybe they are comfortable with and they're just like right. no 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 that's that's too much and it's like it really mm-hmm. isn't like those are those are things you've got to you, you should go to therapy and talk to someone about because that's bullshit in your brain that is not your fault it's there but you need to get that figured out yeah and i think again it has to do with a predominantly um you know you know predominantly male viewpoint of we have to be that for men we have to be sexually attractive for men like pretty is the tax that we have to pay to live in this world you know like like how many times does someone who's famous gain weight or even just you know have a baby and gain weight or something and then the whole world is judging them Mm -hmm. and you know pointing fingers at them you know somebody's at a beach somewhere you know uh, like in europe taking a vacation away from all you know what they think is prying eyes they they're out there having fun in the water in a bikini and you know there's paparazzi hiding in the fucking in the the grass somewhere taking pictures of them and it's like oh let's point out all the flaws in this famous actress's body 
where she's still thin. She still looks good, but they're going to pinpoint the tiny little, you know, stretch mark she has. So it's just it's just how the world it's the skewed way the world works. Yep. So we yeah, we just have to to work with it the best we can and um, take advantage of the bullshit in a way that benefits us. Uh, because like if you don't, then you're just, you know, you're going to be pushed down by society like like a lot of people want. And it's bullshit. So you have to push back. Right. And so my thing is, is that no matter what, like, I know that I'm going to get hate from, like, either the say-so streamers that are against Lootubers or the feminists who are against Lootubers or, you know, just other Lootubers who are against more horny Lootubers or the men who think I'm a dirty fucking whore and are like, oh, you're a dirty fucking whore. Disgusting. I, I'm allowed to treat you like crap, people. And so no matter what, it, at the end of the day, it really comes down to, am I happy doing what I do? Yes. Am I proud of what I do? Most of the time, yes. You know, am I ashamed by it? No, absolutely not. Can I sleep at night? Yep, I sleep just fine. So you can't, you can't please everyone. Right. Nobody can. So just as long as you're happy with what you're doing, just enjoy it. Just just take it for the ride and just enjoy it. Yeah. And um, a quick note, because you brought up, you know, like feminists and stuff like to anybody who doesn't actually understand what feminism in, is like if people are saying they're feminist and then coming after women for being sexual or like anything like that, that's not actually feminism. So like. It's, it's, absolutely that, that you're you're absolutely yeah. right you're you're right that's true a true feminist believe in you know power of sexuality right and and equality for everyone which means everyone right. gets to be themselves and gets to be open about the things they like and that includes sexuality so like if you ever like a lot of people go after feminism because they're like oh well it's like you know they think women are better than men and should do this and that and it's like no those aren't actually feminists they're people calling themselves feminists but that's not what actual feminism is that's a skewed viewpoint as well as fem uh, of, of feminism as well. The feminists, the people that say that they're feminists that believe that they're better than men. It's just feminism is just supposed to be it's supposed to be equality for everyone. Yep. That's, just, that's what it's supposed to be. But again, the, the skewed feminism viewpoint that, oh, no, you should respect your body and, you know, you shouldn't be a YouTuber or, or on Fansly or only. That's not true. That's yeah. not. That's not true feminism so like th those type of people who go to that extent are often used by like the anti-feminists to be like oh look how terrible they are but like those kind of feminists are also hurting women so it's just like that is not feminism oh yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah i agree i agree they're actually hurting you're right they actually are hurting feminism any other questions i mean yeah that was a lot <laughs> that, that was a lot yes Sorry, we got into the sociology aspect of it, I guess. Oh, come on. All I, mean, I love now, that part. It's fine. By now, you should know that I always get pretty deep into the facts. Don't don't right, say well. it like that. <laughs> no, I like that, though. Don't I like it. it. Like it's, it's true, though. <laughs> no, like... I don't like how she said facts. Facts. <laughs> facts. It's like a K, the... not a CT sound. <laughs> the real, real <laughs> lewd truths here. The nitty gritty, get down to the the, the brass tacks of things. The brass facts. <laughs> There's no Q. Facts is not spelled with a Q. Stop it. 
I'm from Utah. We don't say a T's. I spell, I, I pronounce facts with an X. Facts. facts. <laughs> Man, you guys got me saying the word in my head, and now I'm like, I don't know how to say it anymore. Yep, same. Facts. Same. I feel fucking stupid now. <laughs> um, you just got to be confident when you say it. And then have you met be like, me? that's have you, not wrong. When have I ever exuded confidence? Uh, when talking about tech stuff. That's not me yeah, being get, confident. That. It's that's just me it. knowing how things work. That's confidence still. No, it's not. I think. I don't know. I've <laughs> passed psychology, sociology with a C out of pure spite. Mommy, give him some, like, encouraging words. That'll help him. Oh, okay. You want me to give him some? Okay, what am I encouraging him for? Stop. Tell him I, he can I make need, it through his day. I, I need, he could I what? Need he can make it through stop. his day. I need both of you to fucking happy. stop right now. <laughs> I can I can do it. I can I can do a proud of you, which is what I actually yes, one of my yes, channel yes, points yes. on my stream. Okay, okay, all right, gotcha. <clears throat> gotcha, okay. Alt I'm so incredibly proud of you. You've been such a good boy. You've been doing so well through this podcast. I believe you could do anything. You've done such a good job. You're such a good boy and I am so incredibly proud of everything you've done today. I appreciate that. Can you tell my boss to give me a fucking raise? <laughs> hey, boss. Can you give Alt a raise? You piece of shit motherfucker. Goddamn right. I, I hate that nigga. He lied to me. Right, now you gotta now you gotta leave that alt in the podcast. Alt. Don't, we'll, we'll, we need we'll, it. We'll see about that. <laughs> no. We'll see about that. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I... I train of thought is completely gone <laughs> oh, i'm sorry i do that a lot like people ask me to do that all the time during stream it makes them feel good yeah. you know I, mean, I do they feel come better, in, it makes them feel good <laughs> i mean i do feel better i just i had a question that question's fucking gone now you broke oh, his no. poor little brain uh, his, his, first his of all, other brain not little smarter now. than you probably true <laughs> so what what is the process from step one to your debut stream yeah that's a that's a question that, that's what i have in my note notes i know okay where it's at. okay i would agree so okay i'll say how i did it, and i probably did it a little bit skewed than most people do but i'll explain how i did what i did and why i'm semi-popular on twitter okay so this is what i did first i formed a twitter account with the name that i came up with myself I personally had absolutely no art at the time. Uh, I had no art. I had nothing. I didn't have my VTuber model done. I didn't have my reference sheet done. I didn't have anything. All I had was, I think, a $20 logo I got made for myself on Fiverr and a name. And I was already talking. I had just gotten the sketch for Mrs. Mummy um from my art mama um like two days before and so that's what i had i had i had i had my name in a dream and so i made my twitter account mm -hmm. i started just posting random little things on there like um you know first i was like okay i guess this starts now i think was the first the first post i ever made on my twitter account was um i guess this starts now and so i started just posting up random shit you know i, I shit talk um 
like, oh, my hoo-ha is so wet, you know, make my hoo-ha meow, things like that, you know, just random shit. Um, following other VTubers that I knew or was fans of before I became a, a VTuber myself, following those accounts, um, posting on their stuff, just being very active on Twitter. While in the background, I had to find an artist to do my reference sheet after I already had a sketch. So usually reference sheets come first. You get together with an artist to create your design, and then you take that design to an artist who's going to build from that design. That's why reference sheets are usually so expensive. A reference sheet's usually on the low end, about $250. And they're gonna draw, they're gonna design your character for you. So there's a design, that's what they're doing. They're charging you so much because of a design fee. So you tell them what you want. They're going to, on the reference sheet, they're going to draw you. Usually they do front, back, side, a bunch of facial expressions that you want them to do. And it's it costs however much they're going to charge you based on that. Like how many faces you want, how many expressions, how many outfits, how many accessories, things like that. They're going to charge you. Usually going rate for one of those is like $250, okay? So I already had a sketch. So I already had a design. My art mama, mama was a sweetheart. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I found an artist and was like, hey, I want this. I sent them a mood board of just what I wanted. Like, a, and, and like a large paragraph of, I want her to look like this, 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 and this. And a mood board of characters that I wanted her to kind of look like. Mm-hmm. My, mood, my mood board had, this won't be a shock, Alberto from Overlord which is where my design for my horns came from, um, which is like the the handlebar horns type. Uh, Alberto from Overlord and Bayonetta from um, Bayonetta. The, the hit game Bayonetta. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted her glasses. I wanted her glasses and I wanted her to have that dummy mommy feel to her, yep. you know? Yep. So those were the two characters I had. I gave. I gave her. Um, I also gave her. I wanted the red hair. I gave her. I told her I want her hair to be red, like like red, 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 and lots of curls. I said I want her hair to be big. I want her to have big curly hair. I sent her some 1950s pictures of um, the victory rolls. One picture of the victory roll I had on there had the heart, because I have a heart shape in my hair, and so. Um, when she sent me back the the sketch, she actually did the heart. And I had given her a, a bunch of pictures of victory rolls to choose from. She actually ended up putting the heart in my hair and giving me so much fucking hair. And I was like, I saw the sketch. I was like, oh, my God, she's fucking gorgeous. There were a couple of things that I need to work out with her. And I explained that what I needed, what I want to change. And she fucking did it amazingly. Uh, the 1950s style glasses. And, you know, I needed the glasses on there. I told her the glasses were a must. And, um... Cause I wear those glasses in real life. And I was like, that was a part of me that I wanted in my model, as well as the mole that she has in between her titties. Like she has a, a beauty mark in between her breast that needed to be there. Cause to me, those are my totems. Those are the two things in my model that I have in real life. So I feel connected to my VTuber model because the glasses and the mole. And to me, I, I, that's me. Fair. And our hair color is the same at the moment too. So again, but the and I, my hair is curly. So there's pieces of me in her. She's got big titties. I got big titties. There's pieces of me in her. We don't look the same. So um, I, but I I wanted that. I didn't want my VTuber model not to remind me of myself. You know, I wanted her to be a piece of me. So I had a connection to her. 
So I went with that. So from there, after I got the sketch, I went to, to find someone to do me a reference sheet. Because usually you can't really debut or at least show yourself to the world without a reference sheet, right? Normally the process is you do that reveal thing of uh, um, with like 100 likes, I will show you my feet. With 50 likes, I'll show you my, my ankle, or like my knees. With like uh, 150 likes, I'll show you my booba. And it starts going up. You know, you start from bottom down, start revealing the model to get traction to your account. Before I even got any of that, I started blowing up on Twitter. I don't know how, I don't know what the fuck happened, but I think I hit 100 followers on Twitter and all I did was screenshot it and say, hey, yo, I got 100 followers on Twitter. And I started getting a bunch of people following me from there. Hmm. And it kept on going. I didn't even get my reference sheet until like a month later. And I already had, when I, when I revealed my reference sheet, I already had 4,000 followers on Twitter wow. by the time my reference sheet came around. Damn. Yeah, all I had was, all I had was one piece of, uh, I had, in my possession, I had three pieces of fan art that I had gotten commissioned of her. But I didn't show, I did not release that until I had my reference sheet. My reference sheet was important for me to actually reveal her correctly. I wanted to follow the process. So until I got that reference sheet, I did not even show any of my pieces of fan art. But what I did do was once I got my first piece of my, my first fan piece done, my 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 icon, my PFP was a photo of my eye. So all people were following me from was my eye. So it's kind of a, an ongoing joke of when people thought like say how long they followed me. They'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember you and you were just an eyeball. <laughs> and so it's like an ongoing thing. Yeah, so they'll be like, to, to say how long they followed me or to say how long they've been around, they'll usually be like, Ayo, I remember you when you were just an eye. So that's like an ongoing, like, like the OGs remember the eye, you know? <laughs> yeah. So um, then once I got my reference sheet, I debuted my reference sheet um, the same day that I did my first stream. The same day I did my first stream was the day I got my reference sheet. I streamed with before I even had my model done or my, my model rigged because I wanted to become an affiliate before I and I even um, before I even, you know, debuted. Mm -hmm. So I started streaming. My first stream was kind of funny and I have clips of it still. I had a, a fan art that somebody had drawn of me as just an eyeball sticking out of a glory hole. <laughs> oh. So it was just a glory hole, my eye and the glory hole, like the hole, and then just words around the glory hole that said things like um, $5 or whatever, like just like kind of like, and I used that as being like in the camera section of my, my overlay as being me, just the eyeball. I, I streamed wild. as just an, yeah, I streamed as just an eyeball because I had not gotten i think it was like the day before my reference sheet came out or something so then when i finally got my reference sheet was oh the day i released my reference sheet was the day that i actually became officially an affiliate it was a week after i started streaming i was streaming for a whole week to get affiliates the day i became affiliates was the day that i released my reference sheet and i showed everybody the fan art that i had which i had like maybe like four pieces at the time of like commission i'm sorry not fan art commission artwork i had like four pieces at the time including the infamous picture of me holding the pie with the yandere face that i have that i use for almost everything my current pfp on twitter is that one um 
And then from there, like, that was in April that I streamed for the first time. And I didn't become, I didn't get my, my actual VTuber model rigged and completed until August. So I didn't actually stream until, like, become an official VTuber until August. So that was, like, four months later. Yeah, so wow. I kind of did things backwards. Um, I didn't really do it in, like, the linear fashion that most people go through to become a VTuber. But normally, if you're going to say, the like, the way you're supposed to go, and I'll explain it for people who are into, interested in becoming a VTuber, don't do it the way I did it. First, get a reference sheet, which is get a design. Then go to an artist to make your, PN, your actual PNG art that's going to become your live 2D. Then after you get your live 2D, you go and find a rigger to make the model move. And then, but in between that time, once you have like your, once you have your reference sheet, you could always get a PNG from there and just become a PNG uh, streamer until you get, you know, your live to D rigged and stuff. You hear that piece? Which a PNG is just, just a little, a piece of art that uh, you get a reactive, which is like a PNG of your model that shows your model's mouth open and closed. So you use a, a program like a reactive Fuji, where when you're on discord in a call, um, it will show your mouth uh, when you're not talking, your mouth closed. And then when you're speaking, it shows your mouth open. So it's just a, a it'll show like it's just a, a representation of your model on stream. And plenty of people do that. I know I know someone, um, a partner streamer named Juzo, who is still a PNG. He hasn't even become a live to do just yet. He hasn't done, but he hasn't um, he hasn't actually done his debut yet. And he's been streaming for like, I believe, two years now as a PNG and even became a partner streamer being a PNG VTuber. PNG tubers are always nice. Yeah, they're valid. I like I don't want to hear anybody say that a PNG is not a VTuber. Like having a PNG still makes you a VTuber. It's a visual it's a visual representation of your model. It does it's it's the same. It's no different. I actually miss my PNG days. I feel like those are my best days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thought the nose was Pews. the mouth. Are, are we at that time? Are you being summoned? Yeah, I have to duck out, but I uh, hope everybody has a good night. Wait, 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 wait. Ask your final question, then you can leave. I have a question? What I thought final you had, question? I thought you had a final question. <laughs> You've been knocking the, all question? my bullet points off so far. Man, it's like I'm the host. It's crazy. Mommy, it was a nice meeting you. I hope you have a wonderful night. It was very nice meeting you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Bye-bye. Man, what's that like? And bye to our audience as well. Bye-bye. Man, do I insult him now that he can't defend himself? You insult him when no, he can't defend nice. himself. <laughs> not wrong. Yeah, you're That's you're, so sad. You're not wrong. Listen, he's talked shit all the time, so it's fine. I just, I'll, it's I'll fine. stop. It's fine. Friends are like that. It's fine. I get it. Man, I wouldn't say that. He said some things. I'm like, I'll hug you when I see you, but I can't. I can't hug you right now because different state. <laughs> I had a question. Do you feel like the market is undersaturated or oversaturated with VTubers right now? I feel like it's oversaturated personally at the moment. I feel like there's a lot of VTubers right now. But again, I mean, it, it's, it's, I feel like there has to be. It's no different than having like face cam streamers. Yeah. It's, it's no different, you know? It's, there's a lot of them. I feel like in general, there's just a lot of streamers in general. Right now, I feel like everybody thinks that they can be a streamer. Um, I don't think particularly that's the case. 
I have a lot of friends who play... Look, there's a difference between playing video games online mm-hmm. and being an entertainer. Yep. And being a streamer means being an entertainer. Not everybody's... Everybody can play video games, but not everybody's meant to be a streamer. Yep, there. And I feel like people don't understand that. And so then they wonder why they only have one viewer, two viewers or whatever. But then you go and visit them and then they're not talking and they're not being entertaining. They're not even telling you what game they're playing. You say hello to them. They're not even acknowledging their chat, you know. So I feel like... Sounds can like everybody play runner. video games? Speedrunners. Absolutely. Absolutely, everybody can play video games. Are you meant to be a streamer because of it? Fuck no. You know, there's a difference. There has to be a level of entertainment to what you're doing. And if you're not enjoying yourself, then nobody else is going to enjoy you either. Yeah. Like, I've thought about streaming for us, but I don't, that's a, that's a lot of work. And I don't know how to go about doing that. That and there's three of us and that makes it infinitely more difficult. I mean, I like, you know, I've, I've brought it up a couple times, but like I did YouTube five, six years ago for about almost two years, I think. And so it's like, I still have plans on like getting back into that kind of stuff and doing Twitch now and stuff. So it's like, you know, if we ever decide we want to start streaming, you know, there I, we've got setups and we've got uh, stuff we need to do it. But yeah, it, it is one of those things where starting can be hard because again, like there are also different levels of entertainers because there are some who like can literally have no viewers and still just be there giving out this content. So like if somebody watches that video later, it's still enjoyable. And there are others who are like, oh, I, I, I need people to react back and forth with because um, I can't just say stuff. And it, it is difficult to do that. Like if no one's there, it can be difficult to do it. But like, you know, if you are a YouTuber and not a streamer, you don't have that live interaction, so you kind of have to get used to that as well. So it's it's one of those things where, yeah, it's not as easy as a lot of people think it is. It still takes a lot of work and mm-hmm. skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And see, that's the thing, too. Like you said, there's a difference between people who, um, you know, put out, like, Let's Plays, where they're playing by themselves, and they're just talking throughout the game. Without it being live, it's just something they're going to put out later on on, like, YouTube, you know. And they they learn that they're talking basically the entire time. You're talking to yourself. You're talking to an audience that isn't there. Mm-hmm. They can't interact with you. And that's a skill. That's a skill. It takes, it takes time and it takes, you know, you have to hone that shit. It's not easy. And that's something that, you know, they, they work on and they learn how to do that. Being a Twitch streamer is a little bit easier, especially if you already have, a you know, following or whatever. You can always work off of people being in your chat and talking to you and stuff. And so they give you that interaction, that back and forth that you need. Um, and then there's Twitch streamers that don't have that back and forth because they don't have any viewers. And they're still not talking mm-hmm. because of the fact that they're like, why am I going to talk? Nobody's in here. Well, if somebody comes and you're not talking, they're not going to stay. Right. That's kind of the thing. They're not going to stay if you're not talking, especially if you're a VTuber, because the thing with a VTuber is, um, you know, or a PNG tuber, a lot of the times, if you don't have like interaction or stuff, you don't even become a VTuber yet. You should start with a PNG, right? So if you're a PNG tuber, it's not like you're a face cam streamer where they can see your motions. 
they're seeing your face at least still and they're seeing that you're struggling or you're smiling or you're laughing or whatever with the game at least they're visually they are visually seeing you but with a vtuber it's, it's a little bit harder they're not seeing your your facial expressions or anything so if you're not talking they're not going to stay yeah yeah just come in and see this static like anime character and it's just like not moving okay. not talking well, not doing anything that's boring. let's go somewhere else <laughs> right exactly you have to do something to keep them there so yeah like i said like everybody can play video games not everybody can be a streamer it's a lot like sex work everybody can have sex but not everybody can make it a profession <laughs> yeah absolutely you absolutely. struggled through that last bit i'm absolutely. sorry I, I did i was like what do i say like, I, I don't want to say not everybody were... can yeah no I knew what you were I saying. Agree. Just like, no, I got you. Just keep going. I'll fix it later. Yeah, if we ever if we ever get a streaming channel going, we'll definitely invite you on at some point. I mean, we we have oh, the channel. Yeah, we just love don't use it because there's three of us, and we gotta do figure we... out how to do that. Oh, maybe I'll maybe I'll start streaming on that channel instead of my own. I'm not gonna stop. I mean, you. it's not it's not difficult. What you do is you find out who's actually going to. Um, you know, show the screen, share the screen, or be the host or whatever. And then you just have everybody else in the Discord call with you. Right. And just make sure That's how you do OBS it. is capturing yeah. the Discord audio. Yeah. My... It's it's not difficult. I, I collab with a lot of people. That's what we do. That's it's it's not as difficult as one would think. And I got a brand yeah, just... new streaming camera for Christmas. Oh shit, really? Yeah. Four K. We'll, we'll, we'll talk later when I'm not half dead well i think it's time for a last call because i'm starting to get hungry again i need to eat or i'll die yeah yeah it's getting late for me too and i have work in the morning so wait you have like a, a job job i do i have did a day you, did you not so listen sorry. when she said that she doesn't make a ton of money from this i do not <laughs> you did say that but i listen i listen <laughs> I'd be forgetting other people have like day jobs because I'm at there is no sunlight where I work. So I'm just like, time isn't real. <laughs> time isn't real. Oh, yeah. No, I actually I do have a day job um, I have to do. I, I work um, shockingly. People always find this very fascinating and very um, it's almost kind of like a joke. Um, I am. Um, I'm an accountant. <laughs> That, that that joke that it's like oh what is you do she's an accountant it's like that's what people like um people say that sex workers or accountants right i i le i really am a, like an accountant <laughs> that's fantastic it's kind of hot mm -hmm. now i'm just imagining you in like the business attire i dress kind of like um i dress kind of like how my 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 model dresses like i wear very like vintagey dresses and stuff i only wear i only allow myself to wear pants like twice a week at most fuck yeah i always wear skirts and dresses and stuff just because i prefer it it's look i and people are always like oh you're so fancy oh whatever honestly it's because i'm lazy <laughs> yeah it's so much easier just for me to throw pants. on a dress yeah fuck wearing pants. yeah it's so much easier all i have to do is pull my dress up pull my panties down you know when i have to go to the bathroom it's two seconds i just grab a dress i throw it on it's one piece of clothing that's it it's so easy so like people are always like oh you're so fancy who are you getting dressed up for i'm lazy i am lazy 
And I like to I like to dress feminine. I just I I prefer it. I used to be a tomboy growing up. Um, I just I yeah I just I prefer just wearing dresses and skirts and stuff now. That's just my that's just my preference. Damn. Well, you know what? It's time for last call. Mm -hmm. Now we're we're gonna any final thoughts and and or opinion. Minka, that's mostly for you. Um, I don't, not that I can think of right now. I think I've mm -hmm. pretty much spurted out everything as it came to me, as you do with ADHD. Man. I love that. You, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you were the, uh, the, you got to play the audience this episode because you were, I feel as though you were like, I know what that is. I don't know what that is. You got to be the boomer this time. It's not, sure. it's not me. What do you mean? Sure. You were just like, I, I know what that is. Not really. Those weren't your exact words, was what you meant. Just, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm a millennial. Don't ever call right? me a boomer. I don't want to be associated with those racist fucks. Hey, was <laughs> being Mormon I know, enough? Right? They're horrible. I am also a millennial. Fuck yeah, so. the generation that was supposed to change the world but couldn't because we got screwed over by the boomers. Yeah, yeah, us and our fucking student loan debt and credit card debts and all the other shit and horrible fucking like a market for fucking buying houses and bullshit fucking bullshit the generation below me they're good they're so good they're so well off like me i'm like here with all my credit card debt like sad you better you better cut us off Zoomers. or else we're gonna head down a political tirade and it it's i don't remember how we end the show here because it's been like two months well, so thank our guest first start with that Thank you, Miss Mummy, for joining us in the, the Lusty Lounge. Uh, oh, thank you for having me. This, this is going to be a, a chore to edit. And man, man. Someone owes me pants. Pew owes me pants. But a hell he of a way to pants. start a new year. Yes. I, I'm just mad. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need new pants when I'm editing this episode. I don't, I don't want that. I like my pants. I'm sorry. Are you? I... Are you really, though? No, I'm not. I like running pants. <laughs> it's my, it's my, it's my, it's my side gig is ruining pants. Like ever, like people will be like, oh, so you do it for enjoyment? It's like, no, being a YouTuber is my side gig. I'm a whore on the internet on the side. I'm accountant during, uh, an accountant by day, a whore on the internet by night. Love it. God, we in the episode? No, pants. How do we in the episode? I don't remember. <laughs> oh no! Well, apparently, uh, we all know how you're ending things right now. Yeah, you're right. Um, hey, yo. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for coming to the Lusty Lounge. Tip I your waiters. I loved being here. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was it was way fun. I'm I'm glad we got to meet you, and I'm sure <laughs> that we'll talk to you in the future again. And if we do streaming, we'll definitely hit you up. Mm, thank you so much. Yeah. Where, where um, can the audience find you? Even though oh, probably most of your audience is this is probably most of your audience at this point. Not even gonna lie. I don't know how these things work. I think. Um. Yeah. Um. The audience can find me at Mrs. Mummy on Twitter. Um. Also, Mrs. Mummy on Twitter and usually just mrs mummy mrs spelled m-i-s-s-u-s mrs mummy m-u-m-m-y so mrs mummy 
put it in Google, you'll usually find me. It's easy enough. Fantastic. All right, now what? I don't remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, audience, remember to tip your bartenders before you leave. Uh, don't let the door hit you on the way out. And you can always find us on Patreon if you want to support us at the Lusty Lounge, as well as Twitter and apparently Twitch and uh, Facebook. Twitter. Not Twitch. Twitter. I thought you said we had a streaming channel. We don't do anything with it. You know that. Well, they (laughs) we can we can start building a a base. Um, But anyway, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at the Lusty Lounge. You can always come join our Discord. Uh, We've got a lot of wonderful degenerates there and we are lewd and wholesome and it's a great little environment. Yeah. Until next time. The bye. Same bat time, same bat channel. No, no, no. See, God damn it. Just say bye. Please. Bye. You gotta say bye too. Bye. 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 Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>